This is AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. And I have to say it, Yoram uh, Mettinger, it is another beautiful day in the Jewish state, sir. It's another beautiful day. I want to start off this program as I have for almost three years. Uh, I want to thank the guys at America's Web Radio for bringing the truth of the Jewish state to the grassroots of the United States. Uh, sir, what I have seen, and I was on the bus this morning uh, giving out Hershey's for Heroes to the soldiers on the bus as they're heading back to their bases for the week. And... I am blessed every time to look these young people in the eye and say what I have seen in your country in the past three years. Never left. Been here consecutively for three years. What I have seen in the Jewish people, in the Jewish states, from Mitzrayim, which is the Egyptian border, to Ramat Golan, from the Mediterranean Sea uh, to the Jordan River is amazing. What you've done in 67 years is a miracle, and I'm blessed. And I want to say thank you to the guys at America's Web Radio. Blessed, blessed, blessed to tell this truth about the greatness of this country and what the Jewish people have done and what you give to the world in technology, agriculture, and medicine. And I want to say thank you to the listeners because in less than three years, Insight to Israel is and remains, I'm trying to get it better, Uh, in the top 20% out of 26,000 radio shows in the United States. And now Insight to Israel is acknowledged. uh, And I'm going to put the official paperwork out when I get it. But now we have standing with the Israeli government. Insight to Israel. Just me and Iris Burrell, sir. (laughs) We now have official standing with the Israeli government as having permanent foreign media status. They look at us as they would Fox News, CNN, because of the numbers. Because of the numbers. On of those of you that listen to the radio show on a global scale. I get emails, sir, from around the world saying, Michael, I didn't see Israel. I love Israel. I may never get there. But I watch your social media. I listen to your show. And I feel like I'm there. And this is what, ladies and gentlemen, what grassroots is all about. Politics 101. Grassroots. So thank you to everyone that listens to the show. I want to say quickly thank you to the participators and not spectators in Hershey's for Heroes. Sir, there is a lot of folks that say they love Israel. I I talked to them on the phone about getting involved with Hershey's for Heroes. I call the United States. Wow, you're calling me from Israel? What, what, what can I do? Well, we need you to send Hershey's for Heroes. Ah, I love the soldiers. I love what you're doing. I see the Facebook page. I watch the videos. I want to help, Michael. And then I get nothing. <laughs> but that happens. That's life. But I want to say thank you to those distinct, unique individuals who step out, who pay the price. Soldiers ask me, is Hershey sponsoring what you're doing? No, Hershey's doesn't, and I wouldn't take a chocolate bar from Hershey's. I want Americans to sacrifice, to step up, to go and buy the chocolate bars and add that unique personal note 
to each one that when the soldier sees it, sir, they, they, they tell me, Michael, I, I just saw a young lady over here at the bar. She said, I saw you at Tel Aviv University with the soldiers. I just was down in, in on Thursday night, sir. I was downtown in Jerusalem, and I stopped a soldier doing Miloim reserves with his wife, American, and his wife's from England. And I, I stopped and said thank you, told him about Insight to Israel. He looked at the back of the car, and he said, Hershey's for heroes. He said, I've been wanting to meet you for a year. I keep hearing about these notes on these chocolate bars from Americans. Folks, you'll never... You can't even wrap your mind around until you go to the Facebook page or watch the videos on YouTube on how the morale of a soldier, when I look, when they look me in the eye, I say, Michael, the world hates us because we're a Jew. Thank you for this note on the chalkboard. So I can't even, it, I can't even tell you. can't even tell you how these kids, they're not children. They're, they are, but they're not. How, when, I, when they look me in the eye, I say, God, will you keep your hand of mercy and grace? upon each one of these young people as they defend freedom. Anyway, thank you, America. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and God bless you as you send Hershey's for Heroes and step up. Onward. Wow, sir, it's exciting. Your Honor Manager, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having the show. And, uh, wow, sir, every day in your great country, in this great God-blessed lands... Let me say this, and then I'm going to let you talk because we we got a lot to discuss here in a short time. If it had not been for Hashem, God giving Torah to the Jewish people, I would not be a free man as an American. And I want to say thank you, sir. Thank you for your life and the sacrifices that you have made and your public service to your people and representing them in the United States of America. And I'm saying, God bless your wife and your children, because it's not easy. You're the same as a soldier. The only thing you don't do, you're on the front lines. You just don't carry a weapon. And I'm sure there's probably times, because folks don't like Jews. They're just evil. But I want to say thank you for your public service, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, so we have got. We were talking like this crazy Iran deal with so many Americans oppose that got approved and I, we know the details in the bill they self-regulate themselves the Iranians do I, so there's so much in this thing that's crazy uh, what are the key points that stand out to you that, that as, you're an educated man okay I consider myself educated. Some folks look at me and question it. <laughs> but I look at this thing and I say, my God, what are you people thinking? I mean, this is clearly, blatantly anti-Semitic all the way. Some people would not use those words. Some people would say anti-American, whatever. But when I see what's happening in Syria, when I see what's happening to Hezbollah, the funding uh, by Iran uh, to come after Israel and now this deal... Tell me some of the finer points that stand out to you about this deal that are just completely insane. As uh, is the case in uh, on most issues, the uh, conventional wisdom is not usually reflective of reality. And uh, contrary to conventional wisdom, in my mind, the key issue has never been the threat to... Israel, but the Iranian threat to the U.S. 
and Western democracies. Iranian threat to U.S. and American Arab allies in the Persian Gulf, much more than the threat to Israel. And the recklessness of the agreement with Iran, which was engineered by the American administration, is that this agreement is bound to further erode America's posture of deterrence, America's power projection, and America's global uh, standing. Yeah. For instance, the key uh, shortcomings of this agreement are that this agreement rewards the number one rogue regime in the world without preconditioning it upon transformation of the nature of the regime. This regime provides mega billion dollar gifts by the U.S. to Iran, to the Ayatollahs, which are the number one anti-American rogue regime. This agreement rolls back American sanctions against Iran without rolling back Ayatollah's terrorism against America. This agreement provides tailwind to Iran's conventional and non-conventional military power while providing further headwind to the U.S. and its attempts to advance its goals in the Persian Gulf, in the Indian Ocean, in the Middle East, and throughout the globe. The bottom line is, if at all there were any rationale, justification behind that agreement, there should have been a linkage between the benefits to Iran on one hand and transformation of the Ayatollahs on the other hand. There is no such linkage, and today we are witnessing the U.S. administration rewarding the leading uh, world banker of anti-American Islamic terrorism without requiring that anti-American regime to become more moderate, to become pro-American. This agreement defies common sense, it defies morality, and most importantly, from the U.S. point of view, it defies the most fundamental interests of the United States. Mm. Sir, let me ask you, look, uh, we're, we're in a little bit of a disagreement on, on an issue. I actually had a, I was watching the news this morning, Fox News, that, which, was, which aired yesterday, this is Sunday, so it aired on Saturday. Uh, and a guy, a military guy, said the United States will will implode culturally, financially, before there's ever a, a major terrorist attack. The, 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 the Islamic regimes don't have to come after us. We will self-implode. Uh, I actually see that. With that being said, if the biggest threat to the U.S. instead of Israel is Iran, 
I mean, I'm seeing a lot of you've got the uh, you've got all these Islamic groups now here in the Middle East that are either in Syria. Uh, in January of this year, the United States government sent 25 million dollars worth of weapons to Lebanon. Now, that money, that, those weapons, 60 million rounds of ammunition, those weapons would fall right into the hands of Hezbollah. There's no doubt about it. I mean, the pundits and some of the media and the political people try to say, ah, it goes to the Lebanese government. Well, there's not a difference between the two. Then in July of this year, at the end of July, we sent another $250 million worth of weapons to, to Lebanon again. This is, I posted all this in the social media. So when I look at the money, because I, I believe, and you, correct me if I'm wrong, that Israel would rather obviously fight a conventional war before they would have a nuclear-armed Iran, correct? Right. So when we see this increased funding that's going to all of these groups under the, you know, from Iran, and I look at their social media and at their, the Iranian media translated, I, I'm... Help me understand why Iran would be a bigger threat to the United States before it would to Israel, especially since you're so close demographically. Well, uh, Israel has become has become uh, one of the most significant military and economic powers in the world today. Right. Uh, wow. We are a small country. Uh, uh, we are uh, we have a very limited number of people in uh, in the country, but the quality and mostly the spirit of the people That's for sure. has transformed it into uh, uh, a powerhouse. Right. There's no doubt about that, and that provides me with a sense of confidence that we will be able to stand any type of assault by any Middle Eastern Muslim uh, power. Wow, that's we, good. We haven't Believe seen, we haven't seen uh, that type of willpower, of commitment on the part of any European country. Right. Uh, they're all going through a suicidal uh, process. They, they basically, they have lost it. They have lost it. And there is no doubt in my mind, unfortunately, and sadly enough, that there has been an erosion of uh, the willpower on the part of the American people as well. However, however, uh, there is still a very substantial critical mass in the U.S. Right. which has the capability to turn things around. And just as we saw America recovering from the very uh, reckless era of President Jimmy Carter uh, upon President Reagan assuming power, so we may see, hopefully, America regaining its willpower, regaining its exceptional military, economic, moral uh, standing in the world after the November 2016 uh, election. Um, uh, one uh, thing which uh, people in America and in Israel should bear in, uh, in mind, especially against the backdrop of the 
tsunami which has engulfed, is engulfing every single Muslim country in the, the Middle East, some more conspicuously and some more uh, subtly, but each country presents to us a case of uh, uh, unpredictability, fragmentation, right. wow. and shifty political uh, scene, which means uh, U.S. providing military systems to any Arab country or Muslim country today should take into consideration mm. that within a few days, a few weeks, a few months, certainly within a few years, those military systems which are provided to seemingly pro-American regime are going to be employed and controlled by viciously anti-American rogue uh, regime. Right. That's the wow. nature of the Middle Eastern uh, arena. Wow. We go back to the days of the Shah of Iran, who was the number one pro-American policeman of the Persian Gulf. No doubt the number one ally strategic ally of the U.S., and the U.S. flooded the Shah of Iran with most sophisticated military uh, systems. A revolution took uh, place, <laughs> and the Ayatollahs are now in control of those military systems. Luckily, luckily, uh, the most sophisticated... Uh, luckily, the most sophisticated... Luckily, the most sophisticated, uh, the most sophisticated military aircraft, the intelligence aircraft, surveillance aircraft, the AWACS, uh, were not provided to the Shah on time, and therefore the Ayatollahs did not and do not control those uh, planes. Wow. Uh, the port of Alexandria in Egypt was perceived as a safe haven for the Sixth Fleet until a revolution took place in um, uh, Egypt and the pro-American leader Mubarak was toppled through seemingly, seemingly election, but he was toppled by the number one terror group in the Middle East, the Muslim uh, Brotherhood, and suddenly overnight, Port of Alexandria uh, stopped being a safe haven for America's Sixth Fleet. Today, there is a pro-American leader in Egypt. Unfortunately, President Obama has turned a cold shoulder towards that um, uh, military leader, uh, General uh, Sisi. Right. But the days of General Sisi may be numbered. That's, yes. again, the nature of the, of the arena. Now, can I, can I stop you right there? It's been proven, and I can't, rem I can't say her name. I never say her name right. But Hillary Clinton's right-hand woman, married to Anthony Weiner, is a member, proven, a member of the Muslim Sisterhood. And just want to throw that out to the listeners. And the, the Clintons have been heavily influenced by the Islamic Well, I, I, I would say that uh, a very essential characteristic of individuals, certainly policy makers, should be uh, 
deriving lessons from past record. And the big question is, for instance, is America learning uh, from the European experience right. of the last 30, 50 years by avoiding or by repeating European mistakes? During the 1960s, where the initial wave of Muslim immigration into Europe took place, there were many, many warning signs, and many people, I was one of those people, who warned the Europeans that we are not talking about benevolent immigration right. which wants to be integrated. We are talking about an immigration which wishes to take over the country and impose its own Islamic values, Islamic uh, type of regime on the Europeans. Our warnings were dismissed uh, as a form of Islamophobia, supposedly. Right. Today, I would say very few people uh, uh, disagree with uh, our own warning of some 40, 50 years ago. When you look at the U.S. today, compared to the U.S. of 30 years ago, there's no doubt that there is a huge, huge um, uh, wave of, of Islamic immigration right. into the U.S. And once again, we hear the views that this is a benevolent immigration, supposedly just like the Hispanic immigration from Mexico and other Latin American countries. The very, very dramatic gap or difference between Islamic immigration and Hispanic immigration is that the Hispanic immigration into America genuinely desperately wants to be integrated. They want to emulate, they want to imitate the American way of living, the American way of believing. I know many cases from Texas that Hispanics who so-called make it move from the Catholic Church to one of the Protestant churches right. integration. Right. This is not the case of Islamic immigration. Once again, they want to impose, to impose their values, and as far as they look at America, and one can deduce it from their school textbooks, one can look at it and understand it through their social uh, media, they consider America, according to their own uh, rhetoric, the arrogant, uh, immoral, infidel, great Satan. And, and let, me, let me stop you there just for a second, sir. And to some degree, unfortunately, they're correct. There is some correctness behind what they're saying. It's unfortunate. When we have a, a Supreme Court who's imposed homosexual marriage on us, we are now selling, it's been proven, selling the body parts of aborted children, even children that are still alive coming out of the womb. But, but this certainly does not concern Muslim immigration. What I'm saying No, no, is, I agree, okay, I agree. So from their perspective, from their perspective, they are on a mission. Yeah, they could care less about those things, they, they, even if those things didn't exist. Right. They, it's they're, still... They're on a mission, and the mission is take over. Right. As far as they look at the world, it's the, uh, the abode of 
of Islam versus the abode, abode of the infidel or the abode of Absolutely. the sword, Absolutely. namely the abode which should be taken over by the Muslim sword. For that, by the way, they have a fundamental, a fundamental Islamic uh, ruling which goes back to the seventh century, the inception of Islam, which is called Takiya, namely a Muslim is commanded, not allowed, but commanded right. to use deception, to use double talk when the Muslim cannot take over the infidel and to use that double talk in order to coax the infidel into assuming that the Muslim has laid down the sword. But the fundamental goal is take over. What I've seen in the U.S. in the last 30, 40 years, and I visit the U.S. four or five times a year for two weeks, four weeks at the at the time, is an increasing evidence right. that the U.S. for all the wrong reasons is determined to repeat the European errors yeah, yes. rather than learn from the European errors. And let us make it very, very clear today. In a place like country like Belgium, oh. there are more Muslim babies born than Christian uh, babies. Today in France, increasingly the well-to-do, the, uh, the highly qualified French people are departing from the country because increasingly French people have concluded that France is about to be taken over and the Netherlands by Muslim like, Netherlands, England, England increasingly and so even a place like Sweden and Norway are experiencing the impact of uh, the uh, coercive, I would call coercive Muslim immigration into those uh, countries. Now, real quick, uh, I'm going to make two statements and then ask you a question. Number one, it's amazing because the media, watching the media in Europe and then uh, some of the media in the United States, Europe is saying these are all Syrian. They're only saying they're Syrian, 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 Syrian. But Fox News has been showing, interviewing people from Afghanistan, Pakistan. These people are coming from all over North Africa and the Middle East. And they don't even have to. Like, I'm not going to say they don't have to. But I posted a picture from Mecca where the Saudis have 100,000 tents with air conditioners set up for people that are making the Hajj to come. 100,000 tents, sir. These are not just tents either. These are nice tents with central air units for each tent. But they would not absorb so-called <laughs> refugees from Syria or other uh, places. Now, ACLJ, the American Center for Law and Justice, Jay Sekulow, has been putting out a petition. There are schools in New York State that are in New Jersey and Boston that are te in Massachusetts that are taking the kids to teach them in the school. Not only they're teaching them how to pray to Allah and giving them tests about the best way to pray to Allah. Can you imagine that? Well, Mike, the 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 gravest error of uh, Western policy towards the Muslim uh, immigration phenomena is the assumption that the a solution for the injustice in Muslim countries should take place in 
non-Muslim countries, morally speaking, and certainly geopolitically speaking, the solution for injustice in Muslim countries must take place in Muslim countries. And when we see a big-time problem of Islamic terrorism, whether it is ISIS or Al-Qaeda or Taliban, the West should resolve that problem by assaulting the sources, the basis of that terrorism in Muslim countries. And in fact, refraining from doing that is an invitation to the terrorists to come to your own land. Right. We, all, we all should be aware of the most cardinal rule of football. The closer you are to the end zone of your rival, the closer you are to score a touchdown. Right. The closer you get to your own end zone, the closer the other team is to, to score a touchdown. In this case, we're talking about more and more September 11. Right. If we do not fulfill our role to defeat terrorists on their own turf. This is AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel. Every day, the Israeli Defense Force finds itself on the front line of the war with the militant arm of Islam. Surrounded by enemies from within and without, they fight for the only Jewish state. Military service is mandatory, ladies serving two years and men serving three right out of high school. While young people in other democracies are busy traveling or attending university, Israeli men and women gear up for basic training. In a world of heads of state, politicians, ambassadors, diplomats, and a leftist media, many times our voice at the grassroots level is drowned out. So we started an ongoing project called Hershey's for Heroes. Patriot conservatives from all over the U.S. are sending Hershey's chocolate bars with a note of thanks for defending Israel. Won't you join us by sending a sweet message to the IDF? For information, please see my Facebook page at Michael Gano. Thank you, God bless Patriot Conservatives, and God bless Israel in her struggle for sovereignty and security. This is America's WebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. And we're back. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. Wow. Wow, wow. What a great interview with former Ambassador uh, Yoram Edinger. Uh, an amazing man. Uh, Yoram Edinger has actually been on Insight to Israel since uh, our birthing back in March of 2013. And uh, he always has an amazing, amazing input and insight as to uh, the relationship with the United States and Israel and uh, the growing threat of Islam around the world. It's amazing. I want to say thank you to former Ambassador Yoram Edinger for being on Insight to Israel. Folks, let me remind you uh, that Insight to Israel now, because of the number of people that listen to us around the world, uh, we now have permanent foreign media status here in the Jewish state, uh, which means we have unfettered access to the Knesset uh, and to uh, other various political meetings and conferences and uh, uh, press um, how do I put this? <laughs> I'm a little slow. It's a, it's a Friday night. It's been a long week. And uh, in the end of the day, we are very thankful that we have these numbers. So the, the Israeli government uh, views insight to Israel through the same porthole 
as it does Fox News and CNN and the BBC. So we're very grateful for having reached this status. Folks, there's a lot of things that we have coming up. We are going to grow Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. And the reason why Insight to Israel is doing so well is because we tell the truth about the Jewish states that the leftist media, that Islam and global governments never tell. And uh, I'm going to go over a few, actually a few headlines here with you uh, that you may or may not have heard about. But uh, I know you folks are all busy with your life, and this is what we do here for a living. So uh, we like to keep up to date with all of the global events that eventually impact the Jewish state. And uh, we feel it a real privilege and an honor to be counted, uh, to be able to stand with this country as it fights for sovereignty and security on a daily basis. And with that being said, you know, it's funny because I get a lot of death threats from Muslims. And uh, the, the funny thing is they all think that I'm Jewish. And the, 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 the slurs and the slanderous remarks that they hurl at us uh, is uh, unbelievable, unbelievable. The hypocrisy of Islam as its bloodthirsty, child-raping, self-appointed false prophet Muhammad uh, was the only writer of the Quran. Uh, there is no Allah. The Quran is a lie. And as we continue to tell this truth, because this, what this, this is what Israel is up against: Islamic invasion. And uh, just to fill you in real quick, uh, the the Muslims that are Israeli citizens, about uh, eighty percent of those Muslims do not pay taxes in this country. Eighty percent, about eighty percent of the crimes committed in Israel are committed by Muslims. And uh, the young people, the Muslim kids, while the Jewish kids go off and defend freedom, uh, the freedom of this country, of the, not just the Jewish people, but of Christians and of Muslims alike, the Muslim children, young people, there is a law set up that is a, an affirmative action style law where these young people don't have to meet the same grade criteria as the Jewish kids. They go right into university after high school, and uh, they get free dorms. We're going to actually do some interviews with some college kids here uh, in the near future. They get free access to dorms, huge discounts if not free, uh, uh, school books, and they still protest on the campus of Tel Aviv University. They call this an apartheid state. They talk about how they don't have the rights. But yet they're given more rights uh, than the Jewish kids. And it's pretty despicable, folks. This is what we call, uh, look, I don't normally talk about the Israeli government. I let Israelis handle their internal issues. But America, you need to be aware of what these young people, the Jewish, Israeli young people are up against. They give their all either doing national service or joining the military right out of high school. And I'm telling you, watch the YouTube videos. Go to YouTube, Michael Gano, or type Google in Insight to Israel. And uh, this is the impact that Hershey's for Heroes is having. Uh, in that, these young people have said time and time again in these videos, the world hates us because we're Jewish. You can't even wrap your mind around a 17 or 18-year-old young person saying that. Uh, unbelievable, folks. Unbelievable. So with that being said, the impact that Hershey's for Heroes has as Americans send thousands of Hershey's chocolate bars with notes on them to these soldiers. We love you. We pray for you. We stand with you. Uh, it is a huge 
huge morale boost. And I want to say thank you to everyone that is a participator and not a spectator and sending Hershey's for Heroes and supporting these soldiers. If you haven't given, please go to the Facebook page or Google Hershey's for Heroes. Uh, you will see what it does for the morale of these young people. We get invited to bases all over the country. It's unbelievable. And we get the chance to encourage them, do not be ashamed to be a Jew. That's what they. That's that identity that they want to steal from you, rob from you, and even kill you because of that identity. And this is Islam, ladies and gentlemen. There's no innocent, there's no radicals, no extremists. Stop listening to the media in the West. There is only... Islam and Islam in general is a threat to your freedoms as as Americans and anyone around the world that embraces or allows Muslims to come into their country. They're a threat to your freedom. Uh, moving forward, listen. I want to on that topic. I want to one of the media updates I want to bring to you is this: Muslim parents feel alienated by local board of education. Uh, because of the decision not to close school during Muslim holiday sparks an uproar in New Jersey. Ladies and gentlemen, Islam has found its place. They may not have the numbers like they have in Europe, but it has found its niche. It has found its foot in the door through the legal system, through the academia on the college campuses, and now they're teaching uh, non-Muslim kids how to pray to Allah. They would never do that in an American school, allow kids to go to a, to a synagogue or to a Christian church and how to learn, teach them how to pray to God or teach them the history of Christianity or Judaism. It's unfathomable what has happened in the United States. And the politicians are not going to protect you. Washington will not protect you. Your police will not protect you. Your military will not protect you from the threats of Islamic invasion on every level, whether it's militarily, whether it's culturally, whether it's in the media, academically, and also in politics. They've invaded both political parties. So this is what's happening. This is an example of how they're making an inroads into the United States of America. And we do actually have uh, about 40 Muslim training camps right now in the U.S. You can go to Fox, uh, Google in, or not even Google, go to YouTube, type in in the search engine, uh, um, Muslim training camps in America, where Christians went in and documented, uh, uh, documented going in, infiltrating these camps and showing how they're training uh, for an attack in the United States. And there's about 40 camps, if not more, because this is a few years old. And why do I talk about this concerning the United States? Because, ladies and gentlemen, you need to know that this is not uh, what Israel deals with. is not about Palestinians. There's not, there are no Palestinian people. It's a fraud. This is about Islam. And the quote-unquote Palestinian people have ties to Hamas, to Hezbollah, and every Islamic group, or, uh, group around the world. So... In order, for, uh, in order for you to understand what the Israeli people are up against, uh, I want to show you what you're dealing with in the United States. And it's ten times worse here. Right now you have ISIS in Jordan. You have ISIS in the Sinai Peninsula. You've got ISIS in Gaza. Uh, you've got Hamas in Gaza. You've got uh, ISIS in Syria, in Iran. You've got uh, Iraq, I'm sorry, in Iraq. You've got Iran, Iraq, 
uh, Jordan, Lebanon, Syria, Pakistan. You got every Muslim country you can name that hates the Jewish people and the Jew existence of the Jewish state. So uh, this is what's happening. One of our other headlines I think that Americans need to be aware of is is uh, the fact that we obviously everyone knows the Pope has been here this past week, and we know that that man is a son of the devil. He is a spawn of Satan. And uh, the, the, the Catholics in the United States, you're going to have to get it together. You're either going to have to make a decision whether you're going to follow God in the Bible or you're going to follow a man. And so uh, what's happened is, is the Vatican is at the U.N. The Vatican is not a member of the U.N. and neither is the Palestinian Authority. And yet the U.N. has voted to raise the flag of the Vatican and the and the, the, the Palestinian Authority while the Pope is in the United States. Folks, this is a thumb in the eye of Israel, of everyone that stands for freedom. Uh, we need to stand up against the Pope. We need to stand up against the UN. Uh, the Pope has also given Mahmoud Abbas, who's the head of the Palestinian Authority, the man has blood on his hands, uh, he has called for the death of Jews, he's paid for the death of Jews, and yet he was in the Vatican just this year, earlier in 2015. Uh, the Pope wrapped his arms around him, gave him an award, and called him a Prince of Peace. Now, folks, the Vatican has always sided with Islam. They did in World War II. Uh, they did with Adolf Hitler. And so we must be aware that this man is a wicked and evil man. And you Catholics out there, you better get it together. You're going to have to choose. You have. You better choose now. Because this guy is a wicked and evil. And he continues to be a, a, a thorn in the side of the Jewish state as he shows his... Uh, true face and standing with Islam and the Palestinian Authority. Moving forward, everyone knows now that we have Russia uh, just north of Israel, four hours from here, folks, is a bloodbath of a war taking place. You have Bashar al-Assad's people, uh, military, which is being backed by Iran, which is being backed by Russia, uh, fighting against the Syrian rebels and against ISIS. And so uh, recently, uh, Vladimir Putin met with Bibi Netanyahu this week, met with him just the week. Bibi flew up there for an emergency meeting because Israel is getting a lot of rockets from Syria. Intentionally, unintentionally, it doesn't matter. But they're getting fired upon. And so Israel's done some airstrikes into Syria to stop this. And now Russia's involved... And so what's happening is, what's happening is, is uh, Israel does not want to kill any Russian soldiers, uh, and they don't want to shoot down Russian planes. So Bibi went up there, uh, up to Moscow, had a meeting, and Vladimir Putin assured him that they would work together uh, to keep this from happening. Now keep in mind, the United States government uh, has continued to sink. Uh, billions of dollars into uh, into Iraq, and ISIS has stolen thousands and thousands of vehicles from the United States military, weapons, ammunition, 
You name it, they've got it now in their hands because the Iraqi security forces abandoned it and would not stand up against Daesh, against ISIS. And so now another thumb in the eye is the fact that we continue to fund the government of Iraq. Uh, we propped up the government. Uh, we've rebuilt schools and mosques and uh, sunk billions, hundreds of billions of dollars into this country. And now the Iraqi government puts their thumb in the eye of the United States people, of the American people, and allows Russia to fly over Iraqi airspace to bring supplies, military supplies, into Syria. Folks, we've made a big mistake interfering with Islam. We need to let the Muslims slaughter each other, their children, they're women, they're adults, we need to let them kill each other because at the end of the day, Sunni fight Shia for power. And whoever wins, we will have to deal with. And uh, we are seeing the backstabbing that we are getting from Islam uh, from the very beginning up to today. So, uh, what's happening is, no matter what kind of... Uh, because Russia's now sided with Hezbollah, with Iran, with Hamas... Um, they're going to close the skies no matter how many rockets that Israel gets from Syria. If they go in and shoot down a, a Russian fighter jet or even a fighter jet that's supplied by Russia to Syria, then that means that uh, they could risk starting a war with Russia. And uh, that's something that Israel wants to avoid. But unfortunately, the Russians are not making it easy, and neither is Islam. Uh, next headline we got here. Uh, in Breitbart.com, uh, the Vatican makes an official statement uh, this past Tuesday that welcomes the nuclear agreement between the P5 plus one world powers, which is the U.S., U.K., China, France, Russia, and Germany, and, uh, and Iran, stating that the Holy See believes Tehran will reduce its nuclear capabilities in exchange for sanctions relief. It's calling for a Middle East free of nuclear weapons. This is the Pope, ladies and gentlemen, the wicked and evil godless Pope uh, the Vatican, uh, it's it, it's uh, the Vatican appeared to target Israel, given that it is a lone nuclear power in the region. So here we have the Pope again attacking the Jewish state, and here's a guy who plays the biggest hypocrite of all. I'll tell you why. Number one, the Vatican also uh, has. The, the since the Pope's been here, he's encouraging everyone and calling the United States on the carpet for not opening its doors to Muslim immigrants that are not just from Syria, but folks, these people are from all over North Africa and the Middle East. These are not just Syrian uh, refugees, and they're not refugees, they're militants. If you notice and you watch the footage, that many of these uh, Muslims that are immigrants are men, and they're holding children. They're, again, the Muslims don't care about children. They don't care about women. They use them as a prop, and uh, this is how Islam works. And so the Pope calls for the United States to open up its doors to all of the refugees, quote-unquote, and also to the illegal immigrants that are actually already in the United States and to open our doors for more. So, with that being said, the, the Vatican 
has the world's most stringent rules on immigration and will not they don't have one illegal in the in uh, Vatican City there's not one illegal there and this goes to show the hypocrisy of this man of uh, someone who's may not be the Antichrist but is definitely the false prophet uh, but and then wants to talk to us about global warming and other things like that he wants to while children his biggest concern is global warming and Mother Earth while children are being dissected in abortions and sold off one piece at a time. It's despicable. So, uh, and ca- so, you know, uh, he's calling out the Republican Party and uh, basically calling us subhuman because we won't allow the illegal immigrants to come into the United States. And... Uh, Folks, these are these are Muslims. We see what's happening all over Europe. Europe is pretty much done. Before this influx of Muslim immigrants, uh, Europe was getting over a hundred thousand Muslims coming from all over Europe every single month and have for the past two years. If you can imagine that, that's a lot of Muslims coming into your country, folks, uh, and all over Europe. So. Uh, with that being said, um, you know, we see the hypocrisy of the world. And folks, listen, this thing is shaping up. You can't even imagine how much Israelis, and especially when I'm with the soldiers, uh, they always tell me, Michael, we know that there's a bigger war coming. And this is not a war like in the past. It'll last a few days or a few weeks or maybe even a couple of months. Ladies and gentlemen, there is an army, as the United States of America, not in name, uh, but in ideology, as in, in concept, is going to go away. America, you better get ready, because it's coming. And yet you're not going to have uh, a foreign invasion into your country. Your police, your government, your military are going to declare martial law, and they are going to put you in an open-air prison. And force you to submit to their authority. All right, and we're back. We just had to take a little break there. And uh, I kind of lost track. But, folks, listen, uh, we need a few things that you can do as Americans. Number one, you can send your love to these soldiers through Hershey's for Heroes. You heard me say it before. But it's very important that you send a message to these soldiers who fight for freedom every day. You need to... Uh, as futile as it may seem, you need to contact your congressman and your senator and tell them to stop funding the Gaza. Uh, millions of dollars, billions from the world community and millions, hundreds of millions have flowed into the Gaza and that gives Hamas and the Palestinian Authority the ability to build weapons and to strike against this country. Uh, the other thing you can do is call the Vatican. Call that place and tell them to stop taking the side of Islam, of Mahmoud Abbas and the Palestinian Authority. Folks, it's a disgrace what is happening to this country. And these people, I just got done talking to some people at the table next to me. I'm here in a coffee shop. It's a beautiful night in Tel Aviv. And uh, they literally, I hear this time and again, they cannot see any support from the rest of the world. And that's why you need to listen to Insight to Israel and give to Hershey's for Heroes and hear the truth about what these folks are going through. Uh, 
the other thing you can do is, um, look, I don't have much hope for the presidency, I'll tell you that, I'll be honest with you. And I believe that we are on a course right now that cannot be turned around in the United States. So it is up to every American that is God-fearing, that is Bible-believing, to find out who your friends are, who your neighbors are, the people in your church, and stand with them in solidarity. Because the, the economy is going to crash again in the United States. And I, if there's any American Jews that are listening to this radio show, you need to realize that now is your time to sell all before the economy goes bankrupt. Empty your bank accounts and bring it here to the Jewish states and stand with your people in solidarity as they fight for freedom every day. Let your children serve honorably next to the Israeli children in defending this country after 2,000 years of no homeland. Uh, it is an honor and a privilege when I meet young American kids who come here uh, that, have, that are so principled uh, and have such conviction that come here as lonely soldiers, uh, soldiers that have no immediate family here and no, so, no real support group uh, although the, the military and the government does a, a and, and the civilians do a great job at supporting these young people who come here voluntarily uh, with no obligation to serve in the army and help defend this country and the bond that they get with their uh, with their fellow soldiers who were born and raised here folks it is a friendship that lasts a lifetime uh, we have some great things coming up just a few updates I uh, told you about our for permanent foreign media status with the Israeli government. Uh, there's some other things that we're working on. We had a goal. We set a goal for ourselves uh, from the beginning that we wanted to uh, have the ability to get a 1,000 chocolate bars a month. And, ladies and gentlemen, with your help, we have reached that goal, and we want to exceed it. We want 2,000 chocolate bars a month from across the United States, from churches, synagogues, civic groups, friends and family, across the U.S., showing their support for the Israeli soldiers uh, as they defend freedom. And so far, so far, this is happening. And I want to say thank you to everyone out there uh, that has sacrificed uh, for this country and standing with these soldiers. Uh, also... Uh, the other thing we're working on right now, we're working on a three-hour live stream show. We're going to be doing a test pilot here in a couple of months uh, where uh, we have a link that goes up on Facebook and on Twitter. You can click on that link and see in real time uh, what we're talking about, the topics of the day. We're going to have various guests on. And we're also going to have an American phone number where you can call to Israel, uh, ring in and ask any question or make any comment. Uh, regarding the topic that we're discussing at the moment. Folks, Insight Israel is growing. I'm throwing my money in behind it. Uh, I, I now do commercials and I do movies here in Israel. And I've never, I've never done anything like this in my life, but I'm signed with three agencies and uh, I get phone calls off the hook. And I've been praying and hoping that I could find something that uh, would... Uh, help me not only to give of my energy but also to give of my finances to support this work with the small group of donors that get a tax deductible or PayPal donation uh, to support Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes and I've been blessed uh, to be able to do that and so whenever you do that whenever you give to Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes through a tax deductible or PayPal donation that money goes directly to the work you're not paying my rent you're not putting food in my mouth it goes directly for the work, and I'm very proud that after three years of heavy labor, 
that I can say that about this organization. And so uh, we're constantly growing, looking for new areas to improve our broadcasting and increase our presence uh, because when uh, the Israeli people find out that there is a that we are totally biased towards Israel, uh, they are completely overwhelmed and shocked because all of the media, all of the media is guilty of lying intentionally about this great country and their fight for sovereignty and security. So, uh, so these are the things that are going on right now, folks, uh, with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. And I want to say it's amazing because now we have Americans coming here, uh, individuals, uh, that we uh, take them on a, a, a tour on a base, let them give out Hershey's for Heroes, and uh, let them meet the soldiers personally. We take them to meetings. We take them around to museums and to other historical sites here in Israel. I don't want to deal with uh, big groups, but individuals I am more than happy to deal with. And it is exciting. Uh, uh, it is exciting to be able to take individuals. Marion Elizabeth Hill, who got us over a 1,000 chocolate bars last year for Hershey's for Heroes, she came here for a week. We took her to a base for her 50th birthday, handed out over 500 Hershey's for Heroes chocolate bars to the soldiers. We were in the north in the Golan Heights on a tank base. Put this woman on top of a tank for her 50th birthday, got her pictures with some of the finest soldiers uh, in the world. And it was an amazing time for this young lady. And an amazing experience for her. She's been coming here for years, doing this tour uh, of all the uh, of all the ancient ruins here in Israel, which have their place. But to let her see firsthand uh, at the grassroots level, uh, Israel in modern day form uh, was an amazing, amazing time. We actually also, and you can find all the videos on YouTube. Uh, we actually took her to uh, a big, um, uh, I'm going to say party, uh, of new immigrants coming from the United States. Fifty of those were, there was about 500 uh, people that came. Fifty of those were new lone soldiers, people that came off the plane at Ben-Gurion Airport, and they were welcomed by literally thousands of people. Uh, welcoming them home after 2,000 years of no homeland. Folks, it's amazing. It'll leave tears in your eyes. You can go to find the video on YouTube. All right. We have one minute left, and I want to say thank you again uh, to everyone that supports Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. And please continue to do so. Continue to sh uh, look at our social media to share it and to uh, get the, uh, the media updates. We actually have a website coming up here in a few weeks. Uh, finally, after three years, we've had a professional volunteer who saw uh, what we're doing here, the work of Insight Digital Nurses for Heroes, and they said they will do the website for free. So that's coming up. A lot of things happening. We're thankful to be and blessed by God and by you as we stand with this country. Folks, thank you. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. God bless the patriot conservatives who stand for the Judeo-Christian founded Constitution and Bill of Rights. And God bless Israel in her fight for sovereignty and security. This is America's WebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes.
You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like.